Welcome to the IEEE Technology Time Machine Podcast, an IEEE Future Directions Digital Studio production. Industry leaders, top executives, government officials, innovators, tech forecasters, and many others gathered in San Diego to attend the IEEE Technology Time Machine Symposium in October 2016. In this podcast episode, we talk with several of these subject matter experts to get their views on what's ahead for this industry, including Upkar Dhaliwal, IEEE San Diego Section Chair, Roberto Sirocco, Co-Chair of the IEEE Symbiotic Autonomous Systems Initiative, Roberto Minerva, former IEEE Internet of Things Chair, and Kathy Herring-Hirashi, IEEE Senior Member and former Chair of IEEE Women in Engineering. To get things started, we'll hear from Upgar, who was one of the lead organizers for the 2016 IEEE TTM Symposium in San Diego. So the TTM is a flagship conference um, that is put on um, every two months. It's a really uh, uh, event where we bring together existing initiatives in the IEEE which is really a reflection of what's happening technology in general, broader, on new technology initiatives in new thrust areas that are multidisciplined. So we nurture new technology trends and thrusts in the Future Directions Committee of the IEEE, uh, which is Committee of the Technical Activities Board. And in this uh, flagship conference, the Technology Time Machine, which this year is in my backyard here in San Diego. I love to see you guys here in San Diego. Um, we will be discussing certain new initiatives that we have been developing. So each initiative has its own community, and those communities are broad-reaching, multidiscipline, pushing the envelope, um, like rebooting computing, um, uh, software-defined networking, brain initiative, as an example. Well, um, new market forces are coming together and new opportunities are being uh, evolved. Um, one example I can say that, that we've um, had in fiction, right, uh, whether written or, or uh, in movies, right, um, has been um, like uh, unmanned aerial vehicles, drones, right, is an example, right. So those now I see coming to mainstream in the next, five to ten years. Uh, basically, it's an evolution of where connected car cars have been and moving. Now, uh, as you can, as we know from Back to the Future, we had uh, flying flying things. Um, but I I believe that we reached a tipping point uh, in uh, computational intelligence, uh, uh, communication, network designs, um, positioning, power power consumption where uh, UAVs and drones will be more prevalent. Um, If we can get over certain market forces and public policy um, that that need to be defined, Um, we still need to define those with the autonomous car, Um, so that's not going to happen. So perhaps we'll have another frontier, which could be UAVs and drones. Now we'll hear from Roberto Sirocco, one of the keynote speakers at the IEEE TTM 2016 and co-chair of the new IEEE Symbiotic Autonomous Systems Initiative within IEEE Future Directions. 
Well, as I said, the boundary between science fiction and technology are really getting fuzzier and fuzzier by the day. Uh, we are starting to program bacteria, as an example, something that uh, would have seemed impossible just uh, 10 years ago, but now it's, it's commonplace. Uh, we are starting to design material, um, starting from uh, what kind of properties you, would you like to have in that particular material, and then you assemble using nanotech the molecules one on the other to get that specific uh, uh, characteristics. This is, again, is something that just uh, 10 years ago would have seen just science fiction. Okay, now it's becoming. Another area that we mentioned yesterday is the uh, taking over of the edge with respect to networks. We used to think of networks as a very, very big infrastructure that only the big guys could uh, actually create. Uh, nowadays, what we see is that uh, networks are becoming to be created at the edges. And uh, we have been discussing IoT yesterday. IoT, uh, what I, I would call IoT.2.0, uh, are going to be self-creating networks. So this, is, again, is something completely new. Uh, the next decade, I think, will be, uh, we will be seeing something very, very different from, from the past one. Uh, the evolution is accelerating, <laughs> so it's, it's not linear, uh, not at all. And part of it is the fact that we are providing more and more tools to develop new things. New things. And uh, these tools are affordable, and uh, you have uh, millions and millions of inventors that can work with these new tools. So this is the big difference with respect to the past, where only few players could really uh, design the future. Let's, let's say that in these uh, four years that I had the, the honor of uh, chairing the, the Future Direction Committee, we have uh, consistently shifted our focus into the direction of not looking at the technology, a specific technology, but rather to looking at something that goes across many IEEE societies. And uh, what we're seeing in the future is that there's more and more need for this kind of thing. IEEE is still organized in a solution-oriented fashion. You've got computer society looking at computers, you've got the signal processes looking at the signal processes, and, and so on and so on, okay? This is solution-oriented. But if you're looking at the market and industry, they are problem-oriented. And they've got a problem, and they want to solve the problem, and they look at the spread of technologies, which today is abundant, okay? So they, they cannot just look at computer society or CompSoc or signal processes or whatever. They're looking at all of them. And they want to understand, in this particular situation, what is my best bet from a technology point of view. So as FTC, we're trying to go across all the society and putting ourselves in the shoe of industry, of users. And this is also one of the reasons why we insisted so much to have on board on all our projects the society on the social implication of technology. Because the end user is fundamental. Next up is Roberta Minerva, one of the panelists speaking about the Internet of Things at the IEEE TTM 2016 and former chair of the IEEE IoT Initiative. Uh, one thing that I would like to do, with, to, to see, is um, a kind of smart environment in which you can enter, for instance, in buildings and the buildings will be automatically uh, configured according to your needs, for instance. So you, you want to have warm uh, temperature or you want to have lights on and automatically everything will be mm, uh, organized according to you. 
The same thing could be also for the driving cars. So you have preferred trips and the car will accommodate the traffic and your preferences because maybe you want to see the seaside instead of going in another side. So what we are trying to understand is how to accommodate the technologies to the human needs and to create conditions that make the human to stay better than before. And there is plenty of this kind of stuff related to e-health, for instance. Oh, I, I really enjoyed the, the conference because it's putting together many different aspects of the evolution of the technology, from psychology to, uh, to deep technology like the rebooting computing and this kind of thing. So it, it, it provides you a, a way in which many different things are converging to to, to a next step of technological evolution. So I, I, th I think I really like to be here. And lastly, we speak with Kathy Herring Harashi, past chair of IEEE Women in Engineering and a Women Making the Future panelist at IEEE TTM 2016. I think that the most important part here is that, um, that we're putting a lot of this technology and infrastructure into the hands of um, the subject matter, ex subject matter experts um, who can then, you know, take their ideas and have it implemented. And so I'm looking forward to all the possibilities of not just one person, but a whole uh, array of people that have some amazing ideas and letting them go and try to implement what they, you know, what they're thinking. So I think it's the, what we're setting them up for and, um, you know, what we're enabling a lot of our dreamers and thinkers. I went to a hackathon about two weeks ago, and it was really nice to see. Now, this is just a hackathon, them trying new things. And I met some people that were doing uh, nanomechanical engineering, and they had never ventured into the virtual reality space. But here, within the, the period of you know two days over the weekend, we introduced these nanomechanical engineers into VR. And now look and just th think about what they're going to do and what they're going to do with this new technology and where they're going to go with it. It's just so inspiring to see them matching these together and, and you know just thinking about where they're going to go. It's, it's going to be amazing. With, techno uh, with TTM, it was an honor to be on a women in engineering panel to highlight some of the things that I've done within the semiconductor technology. Um, I've been in that industry for over 35 years, and it's been great to watch and see all the innovation that occurred and to think about where we're going with that and to learn from a lot of other people as to where, you know, where we're going and also how to reboot this technology. A lot of exciting things going on, and the, the changes are just going to keep coming up and happen even faster. So looking forward to that. Thank you for listening to our podcast interview with Upcar Dhaliwal, Roberto Sirocco, Roberto Minerva, and Kathy Herring-Harashi. Discover more about the IEEE Technology Time Machine Symposium and listen to other podcasts in this series by visiting our web portal at ttm.ieee.org.